Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more R slash matter butthole. <laughs> And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, that subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, and let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's first story was someone, someone sent me this one over on Twitter, and it's from 90 Happy Man, who says, am I the asshole for kicking my friend out of my car and telling her to never call me for a ride? And this one does come on the update as well. A little backstory. I, 24 male, have a car rock. It used to be my grandfather's and he would always have it in his car as a lucky totem and had it for about 30 years according to my mum. But he passed away when I was around five. I don't have much to remember him besides a few pictures of us, his ring, a knife and this rock. When I turned 18, my mum gave me the knife, ring and rock because my grandfather wanted me to receive these on my 18th birthday. I keep his knife in my room, wear the ring every day, and in the past six years, I've had kept that rock in my car too, and I kept it as a lucky totem as well. Sometimes when I drive, I have the rock in my hand and just rub my thumb over it and it kind of gives me peace of mind. I don't know how to explain it in words, I guess. So on to the story. This happened last night. My friend Jane, 26 female car, is currently in the shop for repairs of an accident. She got rear-ended and it messed up her whole back end. So, the past week, she has either been Ubering or asking friends to pick her up when her shift is done, and that's around 7.30pm. Her work is about 30 minutes away from me, and she lives about 10 minutes from me. So, last night, she called me at 7pm and asked if I could pick her up, and so I said, sure, no big deal. So, I pick her up, and everything was fine until I picked up my rock and started rubbing it. Jane asked what was in my hand. I showed it to her and said, this is my lucky rock. I sometimes rub whenever I drive. She asked to hold it and I gave it to her. She told me that the rock is stupid and before I could say anything back, she threw it out the window. I screamed, why the fuck did you do that? Jane said, rocks are stupid and lucky items don't work. At this point, I'm probably five minutes away from her house. So I pulled over in a grocery store lot and asked her to get out. Jane asked why I was making a big deal about it, so I told her the meaning behind the rock. And finally I said, until you find that rock and give it back to me, never call me for a ride and you're never allowed in my car again. So I ended up getting out of my car and I drove to the vicinity of where she threw it at and I spent about two hours trying to find it. During those two hours, friends from our group called me asking what happened and I explained my side. Most of the group knew the significance of the rock because I've given them rides before and they asked about it. Those ones are on my side, but the last few are calling me the asshole because I left a woman alone to walk home in the dark. I do feel guilty for kicking her out, and I felt like I could have handled the situation better. So Reddit, am I the asshole for kicking my friend out of my car, banning her from entering my car over a rock? And someone asked OP, which was a question going through my head as well, like, 
what happened when you told her about the relevance of The Rock? And Opie replies saying, in a weird way, she was shocked at first, then went on to say, well, you shouldn't keep anything that important in your car. Then there was a couple of like mini edits before the update, which said, I will update if I do or don't find The Rock. Edit two, thank you for everyone for your kind words. It really means a lot. I haven't found it yet, but I'm getting a group together to help me search for it on Friday. A few people have asked for updates, so I'll probably give a more detailed one on Saturday or Sunday. And absolutely not the arsehole at all in this situation to me. It's not just a rock, is it? It's a memory. It's a precious item to you. Sure, it may not be precious to her, but does that give her the right to just wind down the window and throw it out the car? Absolutely no, it does not. What if you threw away one of her possessions, any of her possessions? It doesn't matter what it is. It still make you the arsehole for doing so. And then for t- to tell you afterwards, well, you shouldn't keep anything that important in your car. Like it's your fault for doing so absolutely not the arsehole but honey says not the arsehole at all but your friend sure is i can't even imagine why a person would do something so disrespectful and rude i hope you find it i'm so sorry this happened razor says not the arsehole regardless if a rock is stupid rocks are cool as fuck regardless of anyone else's thoughts on it that rock was yours you obviously liked it and why you liked it it shouldn't even matter jane should have respected that Jane is not a friend. I so sincerely hope you find that rock. Spyro says, this will probably get lost, but when searching, scan from right to left. Reading programs you go to from left to right, so forcing ourselves to do the opposite supposedly makes us take extra notice. Hope you find it. Top tip there, I always love that sort of stuff. Snappy Capricorn says, not the arsehole. I'm with you all the way on this one. She needn't know the backstory or understand the significance of a simple little rock, only that it obviously meant something to you. And, oh yeah, not her property equals not her choice. Jane seems rather entitled to make a choice for you, and while you were doing her a favor. It's good to hear that friends are backing you up, and the ones that aren't can go kick proverbial rocks. Lol. Let her criticize them and throw their treasures out to see what they have to say. As for kicking her out of the car, you dropped her someplace safe. She could easily call another friend or get a rideshare from there. So the accusation that you made her walk home in the dark doesn't stick. Congrats for having enough self-control to find a well-lit public location for her to disembark and actually coming to a complete stop. So now we're going to move on to the update to find out what happened next. So, hello. A lot of people have asked for an update regarding this. I ended up looking for the rock on the day I posted it. Wednesday and the day after. I couldn't find it on either of those days either. I called the friends who were on my side and asked if they were free Friday so they could help me look also. The ones who were against me were also willing to come look because other friends explained to them the importance of the rock and are now fully on my side. Friday comes along and we, there were seven of us including me, started searching the whole street. We took the advice of some very helpful Redditors, i.e. throwing another rock out the car to see where it would land, searching farther up or down the street and searching the other side of the street too. One of my friends, Rick, ended up finding it about 200 feet down from where we were searching. I screamed a fuck yeah and basically jumped on him crying. I told him thanks and asked the group if I could buy them all dinner as thanks. They said sure, so we all agreed on pizza and beer. Then we went to Rick's place to eat. As we were talking on the topic of Jane came up, someone asked if she's still part of the group. All I said was, I don't care if she's in the group or not. I'm not going to force you guys to stop being her friend. I'll be cordial and make small talk with her and that's it. So as of right now, Jane is still part of the group because two of them have been friends with her longer than the formation of the group, 10 plus years. 
So the next day, I call Jane to let her know what happened. She immediately apologizes and doesn't give any excuse as to what happened or why she did it. She does feel guilty and told me she understands if she's out the group. I just told her what I told the group and also it's going to take a long time for me to trust you again and maybe even longer for me to call you a friend. I ended the call after that and thanked my friends again for looking. So that's really it. I found my rock and Jane is still part of the group but it's like four arm lengths away. I'm happy as hell for finding the rock. Thank you everyone for the advice and kind words. It really means a lot and thank you so fucking much. And to me, I think Opie handled it in a pretty mature way. He's not trying to force Jane out of the group. He's just saying, you know what? I'm setting some boundaries now. I can't consider you a friend. I can't trust you. And I just want you to know that. And I think that's absolutely a perfect way of dealing with it. And as one of the commenters said, Jane can go kick rocks. <laughs> Damn it. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from OKToe5157, who says, Am I the asshole for sticking to my 29 male guns when it came to our daughter's name? When my wife, 31 female, and I, 29 male, were trying to get pregnant, we had a deal that if we have a boy, she would get to choose the full name, and if we had a daughter, I would. I was fine with this deal, but we both had a veto in case we didn't like the name the other had chosen. Once we got pregnant, my wife was completely sure that we're having a boy because a mother knows. Her entire family was convinced of it too. During baby shower, everything was blue and all the gifts were demanding to be masculine. Her mother had already started knitting things with the name my wife had chosen. Once the baby came, we saw it was a girl and I was ecstatic because, although I wanted both a boy and a girl, I was imagined my firstborn to be a girl. My wife, though seemingly exhausted, was happy too. When I wrote the name in the birth certificate, I let her know I was using the name I'd already run past her. Now, a year later, I come home from work and I find my mother-in-law and wife there talking about my daughter, only they are using another name. When I inquired who they were talking about, they kind of went deer in the headlights and blurted that they were talking about daughter. When I asked why they were using another name, my mother-in-law said, that's what we decided to name her. Then she went on a rant about how it's unfair that I chose the name and how it's completely unsuitable for her, etc. I was shocked because this was the first time anyone had claimed any objections to the name. So now I realize that the reason my daughter has trouble recognizing her name is because we've been using two different names the entire time. My wife later came to me suggesting we officially get her name changed and I stuck to my guns and told her we are not doing that and she needs to stop. This led to a fight about how unsupportive I am and stole her right to name the child she gave birth to. I told her that the opportunity to veto any name is long gone and she can't expect me to support something this stupid. Here's the worst part. I could be convinced to change the first name, but the one she wants is, is a very odd feminine version of the name she wanted for her son. Imagine using a female version of the name Drake or Thomas. She got angry and left both my daughter and I and went to her parents. Her entire family except father-in-law is calling me controlling and how it's unfair I chose the entire name and made it all about myself. Honestly, this is so out of left field and creepy that I'm considering divorce. My parents and friends said they understand why I'm upset but should come to a compromise and change the name, something we both like and that divorce is overkill, but I don't think so. I feel in my gut that she may be trying to recreate this son by sacrificing our daughter. If she can use a different name to address her for a year, what else has she been doing to her? 
So Reddit, am I the asshole for not compromising with our daughters? Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Name. And we'll start off with Lady Grey Owl who says, not the arsehole. It is creepy. Your wife in cahoots with your mother-in-law over the name and they didn't bother to tell you anything as a big betrayal. And yes, you should be pissed off because it speaks of their character. And from the sounds of it, they don't have a good character. You are the father. Your mother-in-law is not the parent. Any name discussion should be between you and your wife and you both need to be in agreement. Your wife is 100% wrong for going behind your back and your mother-in-law is way out of line. Music with Roxin says, but seriously people, stop doing the whole I get to name this sex if you get to name that sex thing. It's dumb and it leads to resentment. Work together to find a name you both like. If you can't do that much, you shouldn't be parenting together. Both parents should be able to like their kid's name. L13 says, if your first instinct is divorce, then maybe it's not the name that's been troubling you. Listen to your gut, not the arsehole. Shonsu says, honestly, I feel like this is a hill to die on, not the arsehole. How is it controlling and fair to insist that your daughter's name is her name? You not only had an agreement that she'd choose a boy's name and you a girl's, but that you both had veto power. She had every opportunity to have input into the name. The only person being controlling here is the one trying to insist that 12 months later, she gets to change your daughter's name to basically the boy name she had chosen. That's weird and mildly disturbing. Initial Squirrel says, not the asshole, but OP. I would check with your daughter's medical records with her doctor's office to make sure that her legal name is on them, not a fictitious name made up from your wife, or this could cause issues in the future. If your daughter has a sitter, do the same. Be sure to make sure that everyone knows that your daughter's name is the one originally chosen. If you do divorce, have your lawyer put it somewhere in writing that your wife and her insane family must use your daughter's legal name, the one chosen at birth when she has custody of your daughter, otherwise suffer legal consequences. She's confusing your daughter. She's not a puppy. She can't just rename on a whim. Good luck. And Pristine Antelope says, not the arsehole, the baby is a year old. If she had a problem with the name, she should have tried talking to you when the baby was born. Divorce might be a good second choice, but couples therapy is a must. Just remember though, if you do get divorced, you will have split custody. And depending on how that goes, you might lose this battle anyway. Now, what would you do if you was in OP's position? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and let's move on to another story. And our next story is from ownlime7797 who says, am I the asshole for disinviting my siblings from my wedding? There's me, 25 female, sister, 27 female, and brother, 28 male involved here. 
We were raised together until 2019. We believed we were a nuclear biological family. Then we found out our dad wasn't our bio dad, which he didn't even know. It then turned out my older sibling shared a bio dad, but I had a different one. We were also first cousins because their bio and my bio were brothers. Dad left our mum hurt, betrayed, and overall disgusted that she had lied to him for two decades. I was equally mad that she lied and hurt my dad. My siblings were less willing to cut her off, but their relationship strained majorly. Dad moved in with me and my then boyfriend, now fiance, and COVID hit. At this point, all three of us agreed he was dad no matter what, and there was nothing that could change that. I meant it, they didn't. They found their bio father and mine by extension, and I've decided that he is now real dad and that our dad is just a stepdad. My brother has even corrected his two little girls, who called dad grandpa, into saying he's step-grandpa and that's what they call him, while bio dad gets called grandpa. It broke my dad's heart, and he decided it was too much for him to accept. This is after talks between them where he was essentially told to know his place, stay in his lane, and demoted with the clear message being nothing would change. I am so pissed at them. They have tried to push me to meet my real dad and have told me it's okay to go back on what we said. Initially, they were invited to my wedding, but with this whole mess, I told them they were no longer welcome and I did not want them to show up. They told me that just because they have a relationship with their real dad doesn't change things between us. I told them it does. That if dad isn't our real dad after everything he has done for us, then we're not real siblings. Because technically, we are half-siblings and cousins. That my dad is still my dad 100% and biology is meaningless to me. And so, it was best for them not to come. Because I no longer want them there. What I said hurt them. My sister-in-law, married to my brother, told me I was an asshole for throwing half in their faces and cutting them from my wedding like we haven't been siblings our whole life. I think that's almost more annoying to me because that's our dad. But he can be shit on and discarded like he's nothing. Am I the asshole? And we're going to start off with the sparkle bunny who says info. Okay, so your mother was sleeping with your father and another man and produced two children. Then she was sleeping with your father and the brother of a previous lover and had you. How does she know who fathered which children? Why did she suddenly come clean with this information? Did anyone do any type of paternity testing? There are so many holes in this story, to which Opie replies saying, Dad was looking for a family member, which is how it all started. We both did the DNA ancestry kits and were never matched. Then it went from there. It came out more because when my siblings did it, then we learned they were full siblings. But I was a half-sister to them, and also their cousin. Vivid Rent says in quotes, My sister-in-law, married to my brother, told me I was an asshole for throwing half in their faces and cutting them from my wedding, like we haven't been siblings our whole lives. Then goes on to say, But didn't your dad raise them their whole lives, and they've just dismissed everything he's done because your mum lied? Essentially, it's your wedding and you can invite and disinvite who you want, not the arsehole. Patterson's old lady says you used their exact reason against them and it hurt them, and it still didn't click with them. Outrageous that 20 plus years of sacrifices and love can be thrown away, and the love given to a guy who didn't do anything except fuck a married woman, not the arsehole. And Righteous Vengeance says, well, the only person who's calling you an asshole is your half-sister-in-law slash cousin, and she's hardly objective. 
not the arsehole, and their hypocrisy is outrageous. You are still their sister because you were raised together, but the man who raised you for two decades under the impression that he's your father isn't their father? Do they not even see how inconsistent and unfair they are being? I'm guessing their magnanimous attitude towards their mother is due to the fact that they favor her over your dad. Now, what do you guys make of this situation? Confusing family ties there. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from Witchy Lee, who says, am I the asshole for refusing to let my brother-in-law in, even though he flew all the way here to speak to my husband about an emergency? Whenever my husband and I go on vacation, it's always ruined because of his work. It got to the point where I told him it was pointless of us going anywhere because he would either be on the phone solving some crisis the entire time or would have to leave early. He promised it wouldn't happen this time and even took steps to make sure nobody could contact him while we were away. The vacation was going really well until his brother showed up claiming he needed to speak to my husband about an emergency, work-related. While he did look stressed out, I told him he couldn't come inside even though we were staying at their family vacation home. We had an argument because he told me it was important, but I told him to wait four more days. He ended up coming back a few hours later, and this time my husband let him in. My brother-in-law was still angry at me for not letting him in earlier, and my husband was upset that I hadn't told him about his brother turning up or about him saying there was an emergency. Am I the asshole? Now, I've got to come into this one and admit I'm kind of conflicted on this one. And I know you're probably going to say, you know, it's a not the arsehole or whatever. But I'm going to have to come at it from the point of view where I, you know, I'm the wife in this situation. You know, my partner's working, getting disturbed all the time with work-related issues. And they're prioritizing that and ruining vacations or, or whatever. And he's told you, you know, it's not going to happen this time. Phone's been turned off. Email's been turned off. But brother turns up saying it's an absolute emergency flown in so you know it sort of raises the stakes on the emergency slightly again i can already feel you guys frowning at me about this <laughs> but i kind of feel like it's for partner to set their boundaries and not for me to be enforcing them to be like blocking the door and say no you can't come in i kind of feel like well you know it's up to husband now to you know set his boundary and saying no you know i'm not working at the moment i'm afraid and that's it and I kind of think, well, if he did get involved in work-related stuff, then he's the one who's damaging the relationship himself. He's choosing to do this because, you know, we've set a boundary together and he should be the one enforcing it. Kind of my thought process there. But again, I can already feel some people give me scowling at me here. So <laughs> you don't need to tell me. But Dogs Reading Books asks info. Was it an, actually an emergency? Why didn't you tell your husband that his brother had turned up? What did your husband say when he learned his brother had gone to meet with him? Opie replies saying, I don't know if it was an emergency or not, but my husband told him we would deal with it when we got back, which I don't think he would have if it was serious, because I didn't want it to ruin the one nice vacation we had. He asked me why I never told him and said I should have. Gummick says everyone sucks here. Husband needs to sort out his work life so that you can enjoy time off together. But you really should let him know his brother had turned up. You can rightly argue he needs to keep his word and not let work derail another holiday. But you shouldn't use deception to achieve it. Gray Stag says, not the asshole. If the business is so easily prone to crisis that it can't manage without your husband for a few days, that's your husband's fault for not creating a business that works well. It may make money, but it clearly doesn't function efficiently. 
it's also your husband's fault that you had yet another vacation interrupted despite his promises. I wouldn't have let the guy in either. And one more from Nibbler who says, not the asshole. If your husband said he would deal with it once he got back, it wasn't really an emergency and his brother just doesn't have any boundaries. You and your husband need to sit down and talk about this properly though. Maybe even have couples therapy. This is the sort of thing that often results in resentment and eventually divorce. I get work being stressful and important, but we do need to be able to have a week or two where we can disconnect fully from work. It's healthy and it's important. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you for joining me today. Getting involved in today's stories, your love, support, and time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for doing you, being awesome, being here, all that good stuff. You're absolutely amazing. Never forget that. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs, eat some breakfast, milk and eggs, brush my teeth up, wash my face, throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that's a damn. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.